27th October. Still love you. Well, guys, that happened. Did they talk? Admittedly, no. But the motivation behind it, not wasting time, meant I was actually all right with it. They were confronted with the bigger picture, their own mortality. The things that need to be said can still be said. But right now, they need each other, and their family needs them. It's the morning after Lola's told the family her news, with Lexi overhearing. It looks like Ben never went home. He's in the same outfit from the night before, and the episode opens with him tossing a big maroon blanket over the arm of the sofa, where I assume he spent the night, probably not sleeping much. Lexi marches in just as he's taking a seat, and he greets her with an attempt to sound light, but not sure he does a good job. Lexi wonders what he's doing there and where her mum is. Ben doesn't seem sure what to tell her. He's vague at first, saying she went out, but then tells her the truth that she's back in hospital. At Lexi's visible panic, he tries to calm her, making out it's just them being safe and it's just a case of Lola getting some rest. But obviously, Lexi knows it's more than that. She doesn't understand fully what the matter is, but knows it's bad. She declares she wants to see Lola to check for herself that she's all right. But Ben dismisses the idea, pointing out that she's still in her PJs and she can see her later. When Lexi doesn't let it go, insisting she needs to talk to her mum, Ben loses patience and snaps at her, telling her Lola needs the day off more and pleads with her to drop it as he's got a lot on his mind. I'll say. He's only human and he's had two pieces of devastating news within 48 hours and the stress of that, plus not having the space to digest it, would cause anyone to lash out. But, of course, as soon as Lexi leaves in a huff, Ben is calling her back, instantly regretting raising his voice. He gets up to try and follow her, suggesting they go bowling. But he sounds so lost and unsure, talking to himself more than Lexi, as the attempt to talk to her fades, along with his confidence. He doesn't know what the right thing to do is, and talks out loud about his rationale that Lexi loves bowling, and his thoughts on how they could proceed, i.e. Lexi getting dressed. It's like we're hearing Ben's working out for the difficult equation that is parenting. An equation he knows Lola is better at, but without her to take the lead in this difficult situation, he's struggling. We next see them in the calf, Ben trying to get Lexi to eat her donut, only Lexi tells him she's not hungry. Ben replies, that's no excuse, and I could see why he'd say that, considering the fact usually doesn't stop her from wanting one anyway, thinking about last month when she'd just eaten and was asking for a donut. He tries to tease her by pretending that he's going to eat it instead, seeing if he can force a reaction out of her, but it doesn't work. Lexi won't be distracted and makes it clear again that she wants to see her mum. Callum enters the calf at that point, and when he sees them, he moves away from the counter and towards the table, keen to check in. It shows that even despite his snark from the day before, he's still sticking to his vow to always be there, waiting for when Ben's ready. Plus, he's always found it difficult to ignore that instinct to ask Ben how he is, even during the summer when he thought Ben cheated. Hell, even during the summer of 2019 when he was trying to focus on his wedding to Whitney. It's just the ever-present draw of Ben Mitchell. When Ben sees Callum approaching, he does a double take, but then tries to come off as unaffected. My feeling on it is that he wants Callum's support more than ever, but is still trying to resist it. He knows Callum wants him to talk, but Ben still thinks it's better he doesn't. Callum doesn't know about Lola's tumour at this point, and Ben tries to come off as upbeat, and in doing that does speak to Callum telling him about taking Lexi bowling and how she took pity on him for a change, when in reality they probably had a miserable time and Lexi probably didn't even try. Callum indulges him with a laugh and asks after Lola, but when Ben says she's fine, Lexi argues with him and Callum learns from her that she's in hospital. Ben reminds her that the reason is that Lola needed a time out 
and he assures her and Callum that there's nothing to worry about. I'm sure Callum knows you don't just go into a hospital for a time out, but in front of Lexi he just nods his head, though he still looks concerned. He stays nearby as Ben suggests to Lexi he get her a milkshake to go with a donut, but it ends up making things worse as Lexi stands up and shouts at him to stop pretending everything's normal because she knows her mum is really sick due to what she heard the night before. You can see Callum's face drop at hearing the outburst, at seeing how upset she is. She storms out the calf and Ben tries to follow. Outside, Billy's on his stall and when he sees Lexi, he asks her where she's going. She stops just long enough to tell him she's going to the hospital to see her mum and then she tries to head off again. Meanwhile, Ben hesitates from the door of the calf. He doesn't know what to say or what to do. Billy stops her again and tells her she can't go there on her own and when he sees Ben slowly approaching, motions for him to handle things. And he tries, moving forward to try and tell Lexi that it's not what she thinks. But she knows that's a lie, and reacts badly to Ben trying to downplay it. She blames herself for her mum being sick, and thinks that's why Lola doesn't want her to know. Wonder where she got that self-blame trait from. Callum's out of the cafe now too, listening to Lexi blame herself for Lola being unwell, and he finds himself jumping in when Ben's attempts to comfort her don't work. He gets down right to her level and tells her that they'll take her to the hospital to see her mum, motioning to Ben and himself. Ben watches as Lexi agrees to this and even gives Callum a little hug before she starts to walk off. Callum giving Ben and Billy a helpless little look before he follows her. Maybe he was checking he wasn't overstepping, but I think Ben and Billy both realised that they shouldn't have been trying to fob her off and instead should have listened to her and respected her wishes to see her mum. I'll tell you what this scene did establish, though, and that's that Callum has the paternal instinct. He stepped in when he could see Ben struggling with an upset Lexi, and his solution calmed things down. And that this was motivated by nothing other than wanting to ease Lexi's distress. And Ben can see the kind of support he's depriving himself of as well. In the hospital, Ben's speaking to Lola in her ward, while Jay and Callum sit outside the waiting area. Lexi holds her hand out for Jay's phone, which he gives and Lexi sits in the children's area to play on it. I'm guessing she was able to compromise with Ben. She could talk to Lola if Ben could speak to her first. I'm guessing he could be filling her in on the events of the day and the fact that Lexi overheard. Callum's been told about the cancer, and he looks in at Lola and Ben, struggling to get his head around it. Jay's got his head in his hands next to him, and he looks tired. He's been struggling with the knowledge for a few days now. He doesn't want to talk about it either, getting up for a coffee when Callum talks about how surely she's going to be all right because she'd never guess just looking at her. He didn't see the tumour on the scan like Jay did, though, and that image is probably haunting him. When Jay asks if Callum wants a coffee, Callum declines, reasoning that he should probably get going. He's got a shift soon, but he also probably shouldn't be there anyway. He's worried about intruding, but Jay reckons Ben appreciates him being there. And I think Callum knows that too, but he's waiting for Ben to say it, to accept his support. He offers Jay some words of optimism, telling him he's going to get through it. He knows it won't be easy, but Jay and Lola have each other, and he lets Jay know how glad he is that they're back together. It reminds me of when he talked about Stuart and Rainey after Balaam's Christmas breakup, about how a love like theirs is rare. He always meant it, but there's an unspoken, I wish I had that too. He gives Jay a tight, sincere hug and a little kiss too. Jay gratefully accepts it, and he leaves for that coffee, leaving Callum standing in the waiting area looking into Lola's room again. A wistful look, and he leaves too. We tune into Ben and Lola now, and Lola's processing the news that Lexi overheard them last night. 
She asks how much Lexi heard, and Ben tells her, enough to know it's serious, but not the details. Enough to know that everyone's downplaying it to her. Ben knows she's scared, and tells Lola about Lexi thinking it's her fault. As Lola expresses regret at not telling Lexi right away, Ben mentions how Lexi's the same age as he was when Ian told him that Kathy had died. He knows how difficult it is, and that Ten is no age to be thinking about death, and he's trying to protect her from that. Lola interrupts him to clarify that it's not the same, because she's not going to die. She can't even consider that possibility, and can you blame her? It's terrifying. She focuses on the notion that they can get the tumour out and that she'll be fine in a few months. I don't think Ben can bring himself to challenge her, not least because he wants that to be true as well, so just concedes, but points out it'll still be hard for Lexi to see her mum like that. Lola knows that, and that's why she didn't want to tell Lexi, She wanted to protect her like Ben did, because they're her parents, and she's Lexi's mum. Ben sympathises with that, and he reaches for her hand. Lola acknowledges that she can't protect Lexi from this, and so she's got to be brave and tell her. They've had their ups and downs, but Ben and Lola are such a great pair of co-parents. And thinking about Lola's support for Ben during the hearing loss story, this is Ben's chance to return that favour. Later, Lola is true to her word and is telling Lexi about her tumour, explaining what it is and how they fix it. Ben and Jay are watching on, clearly finding it difficult. Lola assures Lexi that it's not her fault when Lexi brings up her guilt over the pageant and whether Lola fainted due to the stress, and she insists Lexi mustn't ever think that. Ben joins in to tell Lexi that it's no one's fault. These things just happen. Lexi checks that they're going to be able to make it go away, and Lola tells her they will, even as Ben visibly struggles at hearing Lexi talk about it her cautious optimism. Lola makes a pinky promise to Lexi that she's going to be around for a long time, and it's too much for poor Jay, who has to leave the room and have a little sob to himself. I think he and Ben both know that the outlook isn't as great as Lola's making it out to be. Soon after Jay has to leave, Ben has to take a break as well, seeing Lola playing with Lexi's hair and kissing her and how happy they look, knowing there's a real possibility it won't last. He takes a seat next to Jay, who's now in the waiting area for some distance, and he asks Jay how he is before answering the question himself, realising he was silly for asking, that none of them are okay. He knows how scary the word cancer is. Ben tries to adopt some of Lola's positivity about sorting it out, but Jay points out that the doctor said no guarantees. Ben says that's just doctor talk and that Lola will be okay. He pulls Jay closer as Jay expresses his fears about losing her after only just getting her back. Ben rubs his arm and kisses it in assurance while Jay talks about wasting time, that if he'd known he wouldn't have been so pig-headed, he wouldn't have let nothing stop them being together. Jay and Lola had their issues about their opinions on commitment and not being on the same page at that point in time, which ultimately led to their split. And Jay is putting it all into perspective here and how, in the grand scheme of things, taking their own mortality into account, their issues don't matter as much as simply being alive and being with each other. That's not to say said issues aren't important, but they can be worked on together and discussed together. Ben holds on to Jay as he cries, and at this point we know he's thinking about Jay's words and how it applies to his own situation. How would he feel if that were Callum and he was at risk of losing him? They'd had even less time to be together, and I can fully understand how the mere thought of that is enough to trigger a realisation from Ben that it's silly to deny himself when life is so short. If you think back to their 2020 reunion, it was almost a similar kind of situation. 
Ben thinking about the prospect of never seeing Callum or Lexi again, and that overriding his feelings of them being better off without him, and resulting in him stopping the car and running back to them. And so, we get to the scene, which starts with Ben hammering on the door to Callum's flat and calling out for him. The urgency is clear, especially as he's knocking on a door that presumably leads to a communal hallway for both the flats in that building, and he'd probably be better ringing the doorbell. But he makes enough of a commotion to get Callum open in his window and looking out to see where the fire is. He sees Ben, who rushed back out to see him at the window, and asks what's happened, his first thought being that something's happened with Lola. Ben gets right to it in telling Callum that he doesn't want to waste any more time. He says he's been stupid and stubborn in pushing Callum away, and that he said things that he quite frankly doesn't mean. I mean, he has been all those things. There was no legitimacy in his reasons for pushing Callum away, i.e. that he isn't capable of a relationship and Callum deserves better. And I like to think he's acknowledging that now. He's also acknowledged that he said things he didn't mean, and what comes to mind for me is the times he's rejected Callum's support when actually that's what he really wanted, and saying that not talking is the way to go when actually he wants to talk. It might have taken the realisation that life is short to do it, but I like to think it's an indication that he's willing to accept that help and support now, and will seek it out when things get tough, which they are bound to do over the next few months. Or try to, anyway. He tells Callum what Vi told him to tell Callum last month, that he still loves him, and how very Romeo and Juliet of them. Not like Callum didn't know that, or anyone didn't know that. But Callum doesn't miss the importance of Ben saying it. And so Callum promptly closes the window without another word, causing Ben to think it's too late and Callum doesn't want him anymore. Did I ever mention that they're idiots? Ben said what Callum's been waiting to hear, but he can't possibly let a draft in. It's like turning the taps off during Ben's breakdown or pushing his chair in before he storms off or giving Suki the correct change for his milk after he threatens to report her for hate speech. It's so him, though. And just as Ben is ready to walk away in despair, there he is at the front door, asking Ben to repeat what he just said. Ben starts apologising for the way he's behaved, but Callum's not interested in that. He doesn't want an apology from Ben. All he wanted was for Ben to accept his love. He already knew Ben didn't mean the things he said. He knew why he was saying them, and he was just waiting for Ben to realise it himself. And when Ben realises what Callum wants to hear, there's this little satisfied expression on his face. A nod of acknowledgement, like he knows it's going to be okay now. The little shrug as he says, I still love you, again. As if what he's saying is just pure facts, and he can't fight against it if he tried. It makes Callum so immeasurably happy to hear it, and he tells Ben that he never stopped loving him, something that Ben already knew, because Callum made it clear by staying close and never giving up. He said he wasn't going anywhere, and he proved it, staying respectful of Ben's boundaries as much as he could, and now it's the payoff for that. Ah, Callum's little emotional face. He can't hold it in any longer and tells Ben to come here, only can't even wait for Ben to do that, and takes the stride towards Ben himself to pull him into a kiss. Was it forward? Yes. But it went with the theme of not wasting time, which Ben first brought up. And Ben reciprocates immediately for a kiss that, quite frankly, is right up there among their best. Well lit, unobstructed, emotional, passionate and so incredibly loving. They don't want to pull away. Callum's constant adjusting of his grip on Ben's head screams safety and security. And I feel like that's what's going through Ben's mind too. 
It's a very soapy reunion by all accounts, and I think they deserve that after the pain of the last year. Not to mention the pain that's still to come. Once they pull away, Callum murmurs another love you to Ben before planting another kiss on Ben's forehead. One that Ben, or Max, wasn't clearly expecting, which makes it all the more sweeter. Callum gives him another one on the cheek as he pulls Ben into a hug, like he just can't stop kissing him. And then that hug. The hug is what got me. Ben's face going into it and the way he clings to Callum. It's everything. Relief, joy, fear at the thought he may never have gotten to have this again. He gasps for air like he's finally remembered how to breathe and grips onto Callum and his shirt like a vice. I'm just so happy he allowed himself this and was able to have it. God knows Ben deserves some happiness before things become really difficult again. And Callum's grip is similarly tight on Ben, face tucked away into his neck like he's trying to get as close as humanly possible. And I swear he whispers another I love you at this point. They're just clinging to each other, and the relief is palpable from both of them. Jay's pain at the thought of losing Lola was the kick Ben needed to realise he doesn't want to be in that position too, of regretting the time wasted not being with the person you love. The talking can come later, on screen or otherwise, but the rushed nature of it all made sense in the context. Plus, it's actually a similar motivation that put Jay and Lola back together back in 2019, after Ben was shot in the Vic. Like Lola said at the time, you've got to grab it with both hands. And for me, it's enough that Ben ultimately didn't let Lewis's words override that instinct to be with Callum while they were both still alive. Because time is precious. <laughs> 